Praise the Lord. So today we're going to be talking about fasting and praying. Fasting and prayer, or fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. Let's go into the word. This is our text. Our scripture for today is Matthew 6, 16 to 18, New Living Translation. You know, just to be why my wife is trying to pull it up. You know, we have our fasting and praying for the church. If you want to join, it's great. So we've been fasting since January 3rd, and we're going to January 31st. And throughout this month, the Lord has, the Lord kind of impressed in my heart that throughout this month of January, while we're doing fasting and praying, we should teach, you know, he wants us to learn about prayer. And it's prayer that will help us. It's the same prayer that we're praying to help us to what? To guide us throughout this, to form our, to form our life and to also guide us throughout this month. We can't know enough about prayer because that's, that's the only thing. That's, that's the only way we can communicate with God through prayer. So Matthew 6, 16 to 18, New Living Translation says, when, when you fast, don't make it obvious as the, as the hypocrites do. For they try to look miserable and disheveled so people can admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth that this is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face. For women, put makeup. For men, comb your hair. Look presentable. Then no one will notice that you're what? You're fasting, except your father, who knows what you, what what? What you do in private. And your father, who sees everything, will reward you. For in my calculation, we are the 14th day of the fast. We start out on the third. So this is the 16th. 13th or 14th, something like that. So it's important to understand what fasting and praying is. And what also fasting and praying is not. It's this is the most important thing. You know, I've seen people miserable and they go around telling people that I can't eat because I have to fast. Even though I feel like eating, but because the church called a fast, I have to fast. You know, some people want praises from men. I say, wow, you've been fasting since 14 days. Wow, you're so good. What kind of fast do you do? Oh, I don't eat pepper. Or, you know, I, I do whatever. The only thing I do is that I drink water. They're trying to make themselves, you know, into like, yes, I'm super, I'm the superhero here. Fasting is about communing with God. That's basically what fasting is. It's communing with God. You really want to hear from God. You want direction from God. You want to tune in, your, tune yourself, yourself directly to God. You want to tune yourself into, into him. It's like, you know, you want to block out all the noise because there's noise. Sleep is noise too. Supposing you eat three times a day or sometimes, you know, the, the Western culture has told us we, eat, we should eat five times too. Sometimes six eats breakfast, brunch, or before lunch, then before dinner. But let me just know the, let's look from the basis of the three square meals. Suppose you eat morning, afternoon, night. I know some meals, some African meals. Sorry, I'm African, so I can't say something. I'm African-American, but you know, the one first is African first is where our food is full of starch. When you eat pandayam or a lubo or, or 
whatever, you know, whatever you eat, the next best thing is sleep. Can you imagine if you eat panayam in the morning? Or even in the afternoon? The next best thing is sleep. I know, I know, I know, because I work one time, I used to eat, you know, I used to bring rice and plantain. And I'll eat that, man, it was, I'll be so excited. Not, not with fast, you know. I'll eat that, I'll be, man, I'll like, great, this is beautiful. Within 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, I'm talking to my friends, I'll just fall asleep. At work, I'll fall asleep. My, my colleagues will just come, we'll just close the door and just leave this, leave this man here. When I notice, I was like, what? Is this it? Lunch, forget about it. During a fast, we can decide to skip one meal or two. If you decide to skip two meals, it means you don't eat until the evening. During then, you know, during the morning and afternoon that you skipped the meal, is an opportunity to do what you skip the meal. Now you're 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 not like heavy heavy in sense of not I'm not talking about fat you know you're not heavy like you're you're light there's a there's a lightness to it now you skip the meal what happens that's an opportunity to go to go seeking God yes you are work yes you are work I know you are work but it's an opportunity still to go seeking God go seeking the face of God you seek you seek God that's the time because you're 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 not you know, I'll give you this example. I have a I have a colleague at work, you know, and he says, you know, because he has like how many kids does he has? I think five or six kids. And he says, when you wake up, this you know, it's, it like keeps going until he gets to work. So there's no opportunity to to focus on God. So what he does is he skips a meal. He skips that lunch, and he says that's the time I want to focus on God. So he. He, because he knows that if he stays in his office, people will still continue to go. So what does he do? He goes into his car. He uses opportunity to go into his car to what? To commune with God. Please mute yourself if you don't mind. Sorry, we don't get a feedback. He goes, he goes into the car to what? I want to commune with God. So why? Because now you are because now there's a focus. There's nothing, you know, you, yes, you, people might say, but I'm feeling hungry. Then drink water. Drink water, drink water. Water will help you. If you see me here, I have two bottles of water. I can show you. I have two bottles of water. Drink, drink water. It helps you. It also, let me don't go ahead of myself. So before I continue, let's, Let's look at what fasting is not. You know, sometimes people say, you know, I've heard people. I'm <laughs> as a pastor, you yell at people, you just, you just, sometimes you, you know, you're late to correct them. Sometimes you just leave them alone. Because if you start to correct them, they'll tell you that I've been, don't you know, I've been fasting for, I mean, I've been a Christian for 20 years. You just, you, so you just, sometimes the Holy Spirit will have to move you wherever. But what fasting is not is what? We don't, we don't fast, you know, because I've heard people, like I was saying before I go ahead, I've heard people say, oh man, this is your, this is your problem. It just, let's, we call 30 day fast. Hey, we call 30 day fast. If we fast this prayer, we fast and pray for 30 days, God will, God will answer, we move. <laughs> we don't fast because we want the move up for God. God, we have, you know, sometimes we say we're fasting so that God will move. We're fasting. We're fasting so that God, God, we move on our behalf. We want to move God's hand. You know, that's one thing I hear. We want to move God's hand. So because we want to move God's hand, we will fast. And even the way we want to even move God's hands, we, we, we fast. One, you know, Daniel's fast. Oh, oh, I don't know what other fast. That's not, that's not what fast is all about. We fast because it is good for our bodies. It helps with our prayer life so we can easily, we can hear from God. We can hear from God. Look, it, 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 fasting is good for your body. Even the world knows it. Even the world that we live in knows it. In recent times, they've realized 
That fasting helps the body to remove waste in our intestines and organs. That's why you drink water. The water helps push it out. The war causes what? Intermittent what? Fasting. Oh, you have to coin it. You don't say, I got it from God. You have to coin it in a wonderful way. Intermittent what? Fasting. Look, let me tell you something. Everything that the world does comes from the Bible. It's only Christians that we, 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 we don't want to utilize some of the things that the, the, the Bible teaches. It's only Christians that will say, I want to dissect this one, this one, I will take this one, I won't take this one. And you know what? I don't want to do this one, I will do this one. Forgive. No, no, I don't want to forgive. Oh, but if I forgive, um, I won't forget. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I went over there. But intermediate fasting, you know, is whereby, I'm not saying you should adopt it. I'm just telling what the word teaches. Is whereby you don't eat for 18 hours and eat for six. For instance, maybe you say, you know what? I'm not going to eat. I'm going to skip breakfast. And you, you eat at three o'clock and you go till nine or whatever and you go back and skip doing it and you know that's what the world does the world does it why because they say they want to they want to get rid of uh, toxins and it's good for your body and you know weight loss and all that it's what fasting does for us but what fasting does for us is not to what to move God or to it helps our spiritual antennas it helps us to, like I said, when you're when you're praying, you're praying, you're, you're fasting and praying, and you're eating and you keep eating. Like I said, praying is a two-way communication. You're praying, you want to hear from God, but if you're so heavy, what happens? When heavy in the sense of you're you're full, you're full, you're excessively full. Before you know it, you, you your 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 spiritual antennas are not alert. You're not alert. To hear from God. Fasting and praying sharpens what? Your spiritual antennas. We become very sensitive to the voice of God. We become sensitive to God. We become sensitively alert. Let's look at some scripture. Uh, Esther 4, 15 to 17. He said, then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and what? And fast for me. Do not drink, do not eat or drink for three days. Excuse me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will do the same. And then, though it's against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. See, this is the story of Mordecai, Haman, <laughs> and Queen Esther. Haman was trying to what? Kill all the Jews. He was trying to wipe them out. That was his plan. He was trying to wipe them out. So Mordecai knew about the plan. And he, was, he went to ask for, for Esther's help. He wanted Esther to intervene and go and talk to the king. But Esther knew, he, she knew that he, he said it was against the Lord. She knew that it was unwise. It, it was not wise to do that. Look at it, you see it in that uh, Esther 4, 11. Say all, all the king's officials and even the people, sorry, in New Living Translation, yes, you got it. Okay, thank you, thank you. Says all the king's officials and even the people in the provinces know that anyone who appears before the king in his inner court without being invited is doomed to die. That's why she said, if I die, I die. Unless the king holds out his gold scepter and the king has not called for you to come in for 30 days. Look, a news came through. These people are going to do what? This man, Haman, wants to wipe you guys out. What happens? Esther knows. She knew, Queen Esther knows. I need to commune with God. I need to commune with God. I need, to, I need answer. So what does she do? She says, you guys fast. 
So you guys, your spiritual antennas will be, be alert to God to know what should we do. She knew too that she needs to, she needs the same thing. She needs to do the same thing. She asked her maid to do the same thing. I need to commune, I need to understand what is God saying in this aspect. It's not the time to just react. You know, we're, we're, sometimes we're impulsive. We just react. Oh no, let's go straight. No. Esther wanted to commune with the Lord. She wanted direction. She wanted to know what move to take. Like I said before, prayer is a way, is a communication path with the Lord. He speaks, you speak. You speak, he speaks. We speak, God speaks. It's a time to communicate and commune with your heavenly father. But when you're so full and you're feeling tired and you know sleep, when you finish praying, that's an opportunity to hear, stay, and hear what God, what is God saying in this aspect. God might not talk right away, but as you constantly say, you know, you go seeking him, you, you're reading the Bible, you're seeking, you're seeking to hear from him, the God, the creator. Look at what Jeremiah 29, 13 says, please. NID, correct, thank you. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your what? All your heart. And the time like this is the, the time to say, God, I'm seeking you. I, I, look, do, do, we, do we really know what it means to seek God in times of in fasting and praying? Please mute yourself if you don't mind. Please, I don't want any feedback. This is a very, we need to get this. God wants us to get this. Suppose you are in the process of maybe closing a deal, a real estate deal or some kind of deal, and you go to the bank and you, you, you get a $5,000 cash. You know, American banks, what they do is they put money inside the envelope. And somehow by the time you got home and whatever, you lost the money. You, 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 you might throw your head to a house upside down. You're looking and looking, asking the children, where, where you, do you see the money? You will sit, you stand, you pray, God, help me to know, Holy Spirit, help me to know where I lost this money. You ask your family, you, everybody's in, in, in what? In search mode. They are, they are hunting for this money because what? They want this money, they want to close this deal. I'm on over $5,000 is a lot of money. You know, but God is bigger than this $5,000. But to see God doing a fasting and praying with all our heart. It has to be something because it's a time, it's a wonderful time, especially January, that God, I, I don't know this year. I don't know what this year holds for me. I don't know what this year is going to be like. I have no understanding of what this year is going to be. You have passed through it. You, you're the God that knows the end from the beginning. So when you call a fast like this, this is a time to say, God, I need to, I need understanding. I need to hear from you. Speak to me. This is a time to go into the world, to search, because you're searching with, you're, you're, you're communing with God. Yes, you're praying to him, but at the same time, the way we, we commune with God is what? You go to his word. We've talked about it before. When you're praying, you're praying with, say I'm praying according to his will. What is his will? It is his word. You go to his word. You search the word. We put aside what? Everything that, that is our will. <laughs> I'm telling you. We put aside our will, our wants, our desires. We put everything aside. I'm telling you, we put everything aside. And watch, because you're tuning in to who? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You're tuning in. You're tuning to God's will. God, what's your, what's your plan? Reveal your plan to me for what? This year. Jeremiah 33 3 says, call upon me and I shall answer. I shall show you great and mighty secrets you do not know. 
That's what we do. Matthew 6, 33, TPT. So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all, look at what he then says. This is the amazing thing. He said, then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. You know, when I, when I read this, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. King James brings it out too. But this one just brings fire into it. <laughs> it just... It's it like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. So the things that I think is important is really less, is, in God's eyes, is less important. We are to put aside our needs and our wants and what cue into him, seek God at this time. We are to seek God's kingdom, his will, his word, his character, his desires, his needs, his needs, his needs. He has needs too. We have to seek after him. We we become we become more like him. We become more like him. We have to we have to understand who he is. It's is seeking. Then when we continue to seek after, after him, he knows what you need. You know, there's a scripture in, in Proverbs. It says, God delights in every detail of our lives. He knows the detail. You know, sometimes we think we know, but he knows the detail. Ha, he knows the detail. He knows. He knows every, any, every minuscule thing about you. He knows. That's why he says, the hair on your head, do you even know how many hair you have on your head? He knows. We seek, we, but you know what happens? At this time, you know, you know, we, which is not bad though. I'm not saying it's bad. It's good, it's, it's bad. But we, what happens? We seek, we seek our needs first. We seek our needs, we seek our wants, we seek everything. Then we, we then, Throw him in. Let's just, let's just fulfill our righteousness. Let's just throw God in and see what God wants. To, you know, no, no. This is a time, this is a solemn time of to say, God, I, I need to understand. I'm not saying your, your needs or wants are, you know, that they are, they, are, they are not welcome. But when you do, you see, the Lord has taught me one thing. It says, when you seek, I was telling them in prayer meeting last year, I said, when you seek God's business, he takes care of your business. That's God. When you seek God's business, he takes care of your own business. I'm telling you, seeking God's business will take care of yours. We need, we need at this time, we, is, is, is the fasting and prayer is, is critical. And anytime you want to fast and but it, it, the thing is you need to know that is the aspect of what? Communion, it's not, it's not, we're not coming to, you know, upscotch, what do they call it? Scopscotch or upscotch. I, in Africa, we call it tente. In Nigeria, we call it tente. We're not coming to do, we're not coming to play. It's not a plain ground. Look at Proverbs 3, 5 to 8, TPT, please. It says, trust 
in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. Your opinions, with all your heart, rely on him to guide you and lead you to the to lead you in in every decision you make. Lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. <laughs> that is amazing. Because sometimes we, we, we think, we think sometimes, I'm not saying all of us, but sometimes we think we know it. That God has given me the intelligence. So I know it. He said, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with, look at what he then says, undivided devotion. What does that mean? Fasting. Undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong, then you'll find the refreshing, the heal, you'll find the healing refreshment. And then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. The thing is, there is, is the aspect of truly desiring to know God. When you have an issue, you don't go. Take, you know, I, I see people. I'm telling you, I see people and I tell them sometimes. You know, you want to do, you want to go and do business. You start the business and you tell God, come and bless the business. No, sir, no, man. You don't work like that. You you, you want to do business, you, you go to him and say, what, what kind of business? Why should you do it? He's the one that what He'll guide you. And when you step, you even when you step out, you're stepping out because you have peace to step out. You know that he's going to guide you. He's going to direct your path. But you, what you're doing is a time to a solemn time to say, God, I need to hear from you, undivided devotion. I need to hear from you. I need you to speak to me. This is what sister, uh, Queen Esther. I was going to say Sister Esther, but it's still Sister Esther. Queen Esther did. She sought the Lord. She wanted direction. She wanted, the, you know, if you go to Esther 5, she had the peace. She said, I'm going. I say on the third day, she, she, she got up, she dressed up, she says, I'm going to see the king. I'm going to see the king. <laughs> Hallelujah. She says, I'm going. I'm going to see the king. And when the king saw, I said like, oh my dear, where you he, he brought her the, the gold scepter. Say, anything you want, I give you half of the kingdom. She knew that the Lord was leading her. Look, when we, fasting and praying is a time whereby we get spiritual wisdom. We get knowledge, you get understanding. Look, during the fast, as you're reading the word, the Bible says it's the, it's the word that brings the healing of your body. The healing, the spiritual healing, and the spiritual, the, look, what did he say? He says what? You'll find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Look, God is talking to me too. The Lord was just, you know, while we're doing praise and worship, the Lord was speaking to me, say, this is for you too, you know. This is, you're not preaching for everybody to hear, but it's for you too. It's for you. So you can, and, and for anybody, this is what you, I'm telling you, this is what he said. And for anybody who wants to fine tune this time of fasting and prayer, if you want to fine tune it, that's why he said, he says, it's for you. It's for you. But for any other person that wants to fine tune the aspect of fasting and prayer, so they know what is what it is and what is not. Because if you know what is not, you don't do what is not, you do what it is. Queen Esther was desperate. She needed boldness. She needed strength. She needed insight to make the right and correct decision. That's the key. She wanted to make the right and correct decision. She wanted that peace that passes all understanding. The peace that garrisons your heart. I said, you know, I'm going to do it. This is what I believe. That's why she says, if I'm going to die, let me die. Let's, let's move on. Let's do it. 
She had peace. And you know, in that same, that same, that same um, Proverbs 3, 7, I believe it says something about, uh, maybe Pastor A can pull it up again. Let me pull it up for you. Yeah, look at what it says. Right here, it says, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with what? When you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that is wrong. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, avoid everything that is wrong. <laughs> uh, praise the Lord. The Lord says we should die too. That's... Let's look at Isaiah 58, 3 to 11. Pastor, yeah, please read this one for me. Please, if you can. If you're not too busy with your children. If not, I read it. It's long, so you're a fast reader. There's a lot of noise around me. It says okay, I'll read it. All right. I'll, I'll read it, don't worry. I thought you, it's okay, I'll read it. Everybody bear with me. I'm not such a fast reader, but we'll read it. It says, in New Living Translation, it says, we have fasted before, they say, why aren't you impressed? We have, we have been, we have been very, very hard on ourselves. Look at what the field fasting is. <laughs> we have been very hard on ourselves, and you don't even notice. I'll tell you why I respond. He said, "I'll tell you why I respond. It's it is because you are fasting to please yourself. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers." What good is fasting? Say, what good is what? Where am I? What good is fasting when you keep fighting and quarreling? Think about it. <laughs> you're fasting, you're communing with God, our God, but you're, you're quarreling and fi you're fighting, you're, you're tired apart, you want to try me, I'll show you. Even though we're fasting today, even though church is fasting, I will show you, Pepe. Oh, yeah? Is this how you commune with God? And God is, the Holy Spirit is telling you, come down, come down. You say, no, I'm coming down. This person has been insulting me since you tie up. Oh, yeah. See, this kind of fasting is not, is will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourself, you humble yourselves by going through moments of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress up in, in polyp and cover your, yourselves with ashes. Just to tell people, oh man, I'm, I'm so spiritual. I'm, I'm in the moment of fasting. Is this what you call fasting? Do you do you think do you really think this will please the Lord? No, 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 no. Say so, no. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly in, imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. Remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Give the clothing to those who need them. And do not hide your relatives. Do not hide from your relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn. And your wounds will be, will what? Quickly heal. Your godlessness will lead forward, or your godliness, sorry, your godliness will, will lead forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. And I will reply quickly. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help them, help those in trouble then your light will shine from darkness and the darkness around you will be bright as noon and the Lord will guide you continuously, giving you water when you are dry and restore your strength. You'll be like a well-watered garden, like a, huh? sorry, am I going too fast? I thought I, you see, the Lord just propelled me to read fast. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, you'll be like a well-watered garden like an ever-flowing spring. In that scripture that we just read, 
it talks about the first part was this is not what fasting is all about. This is what fasting is all about. The Lord is asking, look, what good is fasting when you're, we talked about it, what good is fasting when you're, when you're fighting and quarreling? The Lord is asking this because when you're spiritually alert, you realize there is the enemy behind. The enemy is trying to throw you, throw you a curveball. Haven't you seen, let me tell you something, when I started fasting one time at work, before, before I started fasting, they were, when you go to meetings, they will never bring lunch. They will never bring lunch. They won't bring any food for you to eat. Is the time that you're fasting, that's when they bring all the food. Ah, you'll be smelling and say, man. You say, no, 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 I'm fasting. <laughs> this devil is wicked. You know it's the devil. I'm not saying everything is the devil, but you know, man, it's like, why is it the day that you are about to fast? The same day, that's when everybody, that's when the children will bring your favorite food. Why? You know, there's, when that quarreling, the, the quarreling and fight, the quarreling and fighting, the enemy comes to see, do you really mean it? Do you really mean this fasting you're doing? When you understand it is the enemy, you avoid it. The only thing will tell you avoid it. You just say, You know, Jesus had finished fasting and praying and the devil came to tempt him. <laughs> We're not different. But Jesus just left the presence of God the Father. He was spiritually alert to see when he was, oh, is the devil, forget it. Thus says the Lord, forget it. It's not going to work for you. Look, when you're in the presence of God, fasting makes you be in the presence of God. You're communing with your father. You're communing with your father. You start to, you start to act like your father. You start to act like your father. You're so sensitive. He tells you, give, man, you just, you don't even think it. It doesn't come to your mind. It doesn't. It gives you an understanding. I'm telling you, it gives you an understanding that, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this, is, this is not the teaching, but the thing I just kind of, you know, came to my mind was, there was a time that I was my dad, my earthly father, before he passed away. He went for, he became a chief and all that. So he went for this chief test. And he told me, he says, do not drink anything. Do not drink anything. I was about to pick beer. He tapped my hand, said, stop, don't drink anything. I told you, don't drink anything. Somebody opened a bottle of star. I can't, this thing, I can never forget it. Somebody opened a bottle of star, opened it. The thing was liquid when they opened it. I was looking at it, I was, then we were doing all this, all the, all, all the other things. But what happened? By the time I looked at that star, the star had congealed, had frozen up. In Africa, froze? No, they put something in there. What am I trying to say? Since then, my, my thought process has changed. Being in his presence, I know what, what he is like, what he has instilled in me. He has instilled something, he has put some information in me that if I go to, if I go home, I'm not gonna go thinking. Or do, no, 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 no. My attitude will be like his attitude. When you're in the presence of God, there's an, there's an attitude change. There's a, there's a transformation that's going on right there. There's, there's a transformation. I'm telling you, there's a transformation. There's, there's a change in the mindset. Your mindset starts to, you start to act like your daddy. <laughs> I pray that God opens your eyes what I'm saying. You start to act like your daddy. When you seek the Lord, you'll find him. That tells you when, you're, when you seek God's presence, you'll find him and you'll be in his presence. You know, like that songwriter says, he says, when I come into your presence, I'm so happy. Are you quarreling? No. When I come into your presence, I'm so glad. 
In your presence, there's anointing. Your spirit moves within me. In your presence, the anointing breaks the yoke. Is the is when you come into the presence of God, you're tuning in with Him. The yoke, yoke can be bondage, spiritual bondage, physical bondage, financial bondage. Those things are broken in the presence of God. It cannot stand the presence of God. It cannot. Sickness cannot stand in the presence of God. Come on, look at the man, the man in Mark 5. The man that was in, 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 uh, in uh, the cemetery. He came to Jesus said, and Jesus says, who, who, man, leave this, this man legions. You cannot, it doesn't, it, it doesn't stand. It, it cannot, it cannot be in the same presence with God. During fasting and praying, instead of being weak, because you haven't eaten for days and months or whatever, days or weeks or whatever it is, the Lord gives you the strength to keep going. Have you noticed that you're, you have this, this, this strength from nowhere? <laughs> I'm telling you, look, you have this unusual strength. Have you noticed that you have you have more energy and, and, and strength and you become you become more of a giver because you're in his presence. I'm telling you, unless you're not, you you, you look, yesterday I was just don't tell anybody. But yesterday I was doing I was doing push-up downstairs. I was this yesterday. No, Friday. Normally I don't do more than 10 push-ups. I do man. I was I was going more. I was like, wow. God, you're too much. I was telling God, I said, you're too much. Wow. Transformation happens when you're fasting and praying because you're with God. It's like, it's like the way, the way I, I kind of look at, you know, with the kids, you know, you watch a lot of cartoons. You know, it's like you're on the cloud where God is. You're right there. That's you in his presence. You think about the cloud, you know, and Jesus is, and God, the Father, everybody's hanging out. You're right there. You're hanging out too. You're hanging out too. You become, you become like him. You, you, there's a transformation that goes on. You know, stinginess throws it, goes away. You, you, I want to be like my father. See, I'm telling you, all those things, the things that you, you consider dear in your heart, like that's why you know that's why Paul says all these things are called garbage compared to the knowledge of Christ. See, I, come, I, I don't regard all these things as anything. It's, it's all it's all bunker. I, I don't I don't. All that I need is I need to know Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you, all I need is is Jesus. That's all. Because when I have Jesus, I have everything. He gives you the strength. He gives you the willingness. He gives you the power. When you're tired, he, he, somehow you, you get the strength. Look, there's sometimes, you, you know, you're, I don't know about you, but I'm just telling you about me. Sometimes you're tired. You say, God, Heavenly Father, I need, I need your strength. Boom! It's like a rush of energy as if you, you drank Red Bull. Red Bull doesn't do anything for me, but I go to sleep with Red Bull. But it's as if you drank something, something that lifts you. That's the the thing about it. When you chase God, when you chase or you seek after him, you know, that's Matthew 6.33. says, tip your life in God's reality. Go and read it in message. That's what I was just talking about message. Tip your, 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 your life in God's reality. You tip your life in him. This is everything I was, I was, I was our overseer's wife, he says, he says, the, the, the blessings will, will come and overtake you. It, it, the blessings that you, it will come and do what? Overtake you. Because now you decide to be in his presence. Things that are, that, that people say, nah, this is, is impossible. It becomes, it starts becoming impossible in your life. Things start to, things start to change. 
God starts to do miracles for you. People start to do things for you. Be like, I don't know why I did it, but I just did it for you. We never have done this before. God starts to do things in your life because what? You're, you're tuning in to him. It's only him. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about him. It's not about any, anything else, but him, him alone. Him alone. So when we're praying, prayer is it, it, just because we were running out of time. You know, it's it's not enough to keep praying for God to bless your bread and water, to bless our needs, our, our wants, our family. We've understood that that's less important. The most important is, I want you, Jesus. It's only you that I want. And when you seek him with all your heart, the other things will be added unto you. During this prayer and fasting, we need to pray for, <clears throat> we need to pray for strength in the inner man. We need to pray that God increase me. Let me, let me, let me, let me be more mature, spiritually mature. Strengthen me. This will be our daily prayer. Look at that Ephesians 3. <clears throat> Ephesians 3. Um, Ephesians 3, um, you got it. 3 to 16. Uh, 3, 16 to 19. Yes, thank you. So I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in the inner in your inner man, inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in the love, in love, may have power together with all, all the Lord's holy people to grasp the wide, how wide, long, high, deep is the love of Christ. <clears throat> And to know his love that surpasses knowledge and that you may be filled with the measure of all fullness of God. This should be our constant prayer. This should be our constant prayer that we have an understanding of the love of Jesus. That we need to, we, 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 you and I need to <clears throat> pray that God will strengthen us in the inner man. Because trouble will always come. Our hearts need to be strengthened. We need to be rooted and grounded in the Lord. Our theme for this, this year is what? Being a, being a follower of, of what? Of Jesus Christ. We need to always pray, God, help me so that I can abide in you. I take you seriously in my life. Luke 4, 13. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he, what? he left until the next opportunity came. The devil, you finish, you might, we, we, we win a battle now. The devil, like the devil gets defeated. He said, okay, no problem. I'll come back again. <laughs> he doesn't leave you forever. He'll say, I'll come back again. He will come back again to check whether are you still in God's camp? Are you still filled in the, with the word? Are you still filling your life with the word? Are you still communicating? Are you still communing with Him, with God? Has your life? Has God modified your life? Have you allowed the Holy Spirit to modify your life? It comes to check. And when he doesn't see that, what happens? The Bible says he goes and gets several other, <laughs> several other wicked spirits. Say, okay, let's try this guy. That's nothing, guys. The person is he's not. He's not even communing with him. He says I'm a Christian. He calls himself a Christian, but he's not. There's no communication. But that's not our prayer. That's not my prayer for you. We need to be. We need to constantly pray. God, I need to grow in the knowledge of you. 
I need my life to change. I need, to, I need my life to be transformed. I need to know you more. That's a prayer. That's a solid prayer. I need to understand your character. Help me not to pick and choose. Because sometimes Christians, we pick and choose. Let's be honest. We pick and choose. We, pick, we say, okay, this one I like. This one I like. I don't like. Or we do this thing. Um, Igbo people will say, tumbo, tumbo. They will do, uh, please, if anybody knows the English, this thing, whatever it says. Mini, 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. We do tumbo, we do tumbo, tumbo. Mini, 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 more. Which one should I pick today? No, no, no. With God, you, you take everything. It's everything. My prayer is that this fast, fine tune it and tell you that the next till the 31st, <laughs> the devil cannot come near you. Hey, lie, 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 lie. You cannot come near you. Lie, lie is like, no, 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 not at all, not at all. He cannot come near you because you're with your father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, you said this word is for me and it's for us, for us to fine-tune our lives. You, you want change. You want us to have a better understanding of what fasting is and what fasting is not. You have taught us that fasting is not a time you say, I'm going to fast and move your hand. It's not the time you think. There's nothing that moves you. <laughs> nothing. Nothing moves you. Fasting is for us. It's for us so that our bodies can be cleansed, can be you know, rid of toxins, so we can also hear from you. It does Fasting does two things. It, it takes care of our body. And the second part is that we, are, we, we can easily commune with you. We can hear from you. Because we're so quick, you know, during prayer, we're so quick to lay out all our needs, our wants, our desires, you know, even the good things, the, the, we, want to, we want to be spiritual, you know, want to grow in, in, in maturity, but we don't hear from you. We don't stay to hear. We don't, we, our antennas are not sharp to hear. Some of us don't even know how you speak. But Lord, today is a new beginning. Today is a, a change. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Today is a change in a new direction. You want us because you love us. We are your children. You love us with an everlasting love. You want the best for us. And that's why you've told us in Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek first. Hallelujah. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added. You've told us the remedy. You've told us what, what, we're, what we're supposed to do. You told us that communing with you is the most, is the paramount, is the, is the, is the most essential. Seek being in your presence to know what should, what should I do? What's your plan? Speak to me. You've told us in past teachings that we should sit down with you. How do we see? We don't even have time to even sit down with you. We're running up and down. Good things, yes, wonderful things, but at the wrong time. At the wrong time. Lord, you, I remember so well when you were telling somebody, was telling me, you you're scheduling dentist appointment. This is what you told me from that person's mouth. You're scheduling dentist appointment when they have men's meeting. See, you're doing something that is good at the wrong time. For that, Lord, yes, the things that we're doing, they're good, but we're doing it at the wrong time. The most important thing is God that's keeping us. Yeah, it is him. It is him that is keeping us. Fasting also makes, the one thing I did say too, Lord, you want me to say, fasting calms your heart down because you're in his presence, your heart is calm. You're not thinking. 
You're not thinking, you know, you're not buying, you know, you're not thinking that your heart is calm. Your mind is not going all, all kinds of places. You're calm because you're in his presence. You're in his presence. You're focused on him. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. <laughs> That's all. That's all. You are just fixing our eyes on him because everything comes from him. Everything. Everything we need comes from him. Everything we want comes from him. Health comes from him. Wealth comes from him. He gives us the power to make wealth. It's in him. He gives us the power. It's him. Everything. He said everything was created because of him. You want us to go back to our first love. That's what you want us to do. Go back to you. Go back to you. Commune with you. Commune with you. Have that, that, that wonderful relationship with you. And see your life change. <laughs> the things you think you want, it, you don't even have the desire for it. Because you, you, you just want to bask in his presence. And those things you really need and you really want, he, he adds to it. He's a merciful God. He adds to it. Things that have been impossible for others becomes possible for you because he adds to it. He starts to make changes. Lord, I remember when you told me that, that he says, when I do your business, you do mine and you do more. And the scriptures have confirmed it. He said, those less important things you will get in abundance. In abundance. Lord, is it, doesn't it tell us that we need to fine tune, we need to change the channel or stop doing what we're doing and get better and refocus our attention on you? Refocus our mindset on you? It is you that perfects. People are looking for promotion. They are, they are, they are so fixated on the promotion. But they forget that that's not what it is. It is you. <laughs> he said promotion comes from you. It's you that changes the, the heart of man. Because the Bible says the heart of the king is in your hands. It's in your hands. You're telling us what to do. You're, you're telling us this time, this solemn time of fasting and praying is to get in touch with you. To commune with you. To put our focus on you and cancel the noise. It's amazing. In, a, in the world, they have noise canceling headsets because they know sometimes the noise is too much. So they cancel the, the noise with the canceling, the noise canceling headset because they want to focus on something. People have it at work, they want to focus on their work. So they have the headphones to cancel the noise. You're telling us to have spiritual headphones to cancel the noise, to cancel the distractions, to cancel whatever the enemy is trying to, to reel us into his camp. You want us to cancel it. You want us to basically focus on you, focus and zero in in you. Because when we do, ha, says everything will come yafu yafu. It comes, you start to change situations. Help us to understand this. It's all about Jesus. It's all about you. Lord, we, 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 we come today saying, Lord, we apologize. We are sorry for the things we wish to do. Forgive us. Because Lord, today is a new day. It's a new day of change. It's a new day to change the way we've been doing things to change the way we've been, we've been acting, to change those ways, <laughs> to change those ways. And Lord, I, I also pray for those people that, you know, think that they can do, you know, do, take the, take the word or take some part of the word or don't take some part of the word. Father, Lord, I pray for those, for those people that, they will repent today and just take the word as it is. And it is you that gives us the strength to be doers of the word. Father, Lord, we just give you praise. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.